Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. <laughs> Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Your first, like, love male experience. Yeah. And can I you, was in love. Yeah, all right. So can you explain? How we you, got, what? Yeah. No, I just want you to tell the story. Because Which one? I don't know I what just, you're talking I about. I want you to tell the story of your first completely falling and head, you head over here. sexual experience? I don't know which story you're trying to get me to tell. Give me a clue. Do the sexual. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was a three-way. Right. <laughs> um, with a girl. Uh-huh. And we went away for the weekend. And um, Wait, what was her name? It was... Iris. Iris, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you really love the juice. Okay, um, so it's you, Iris, and Scott, right? And Scott's um, not Jewish, no. Uh -huh. um, but Scott's a Jewish name. All right, um, go ahead. So we went away for the weekend. We had the for some reason the whole weekend off. Right. And we went away, and we were in a hotel, and we got very drunk, and right. it started, you know. But then Scott and I started, you know, which this tension right. had already been there, right? Because when I moved to Nashville, right. I was living with three guys, right. Me and one guy were in one bedroom. Scott and the other guy were in another bedroom. And I was falling in love with him. We were in the same show. And one day I just switched the, the room. So no way. Scott, I didn't, and this is, again, I th all the people in that house, on that apartment, were gay. And there was no mention. There was no discussion. I just switched, like, moved out the clothes, moved in the uh -huh. things. And it was never discussed. just was. Wow. So, anyway. This is the Opry. Opryland. Opryland, yeah. Yeah. Which was a theme park of musical shows, right? Um, you can't know, and the whitest show in America. I know. I just I can't so, believe your parents. It's like, the, yeah. So anyway, we were able to express this thing, and Iris was, you know, she just went to the corner and had a cigarette, right? Um, but well, that's it, what you're supposed to do after the. Yeah, but this was during. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Oh fuck, no one wants me. I, no, I'm not needed." Yeah. Um. So. Uh, and it was beautiful, and it was. But the hardest part, you know, was when I came back because I came back for like right. six months, and do you not be able to share right the that. most extraordinary feeling yes. of my life? Because I was in love; it was my first right. love. That sent me into quite the lowness, the depression. The, the, the idea that you are living another life and you can't say, I miss this person or, oh my God, I'd do anything to see you right now. Or, right. or it, just share your joy. Right. Imagine. I it was know. It's like summer love and right. I didn't get to sing that song. Right, right. You it's just, it, I just remember that feeling of, Oh, this is like, it's like a want or I, I just desire. And it and felt, it was pure and it right. was good. And there was, yeah. And it was, was natural. It was but natural. But it was natural. But it was forbidden. Right. But it's a so sin. that's very confusing. Yeah. I know. You know. So. I tried to uh, off myself. 
Yeah. Now, the I never tried to off myself, but I did get to the point where I was like, oh, I could off myself. Mm-hmm. You know, like where mm-hmm. you, you're like, oh, I see why people mm-hmm. do this. Um, but you're so, I wish you were in New York because then you could have, you know, been around people. All right, whatever. Right, right. Um, so just people that got a ding? No, I mean Jews. Because oh. um, <laughs> all everyone in New people. York. Well, I, I just my mother grew up in New York City, and she said it would have been so much easier to bring me up in New York City than in New Jersey. Uh-huh. You know, and people always say, "How you been kicked up in New York?" I'm like, I'm so glad because they're they're five years older. Than, than most kids. That's They're true. so they've seen everything. They're fearless. Right. They take public transportation. Right. They right. see homeless people. They see Although I tell you, my son's school, he was in pri- uh, public school for the first five years. Uh-huh. And now we're in a private school. And but it's in the city. Uh-huh. So they take these walks to Hollywood because it's very all about, you know, being a Inclusion, citizen and all yeah, this yeah, stuff. Yeah. It's a great, great school. And I'll be like, well, what did you do today? Well, we took a walk and I saw a man shit into a trash can. No. So, <laughs> so they do. Yeah, they It's say, not precious. Right, 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 know? right. Anyway, um, <clears throat> but it's not New York. So you get to this very low place. Mm-hmm. How do you get yourself out of it? <clears throat> I mean, oh. you're young and you don't well, have the tools. Oh, my God. I mean, you have a tool, but no. Um, <laughs> um, I told this psychology teacher in my high school, I came out. Right. And he saved my life. And he said, there is nothing wrong with you. Oh, I love him. He said, you can't pick and choose elements of yourself and expect to be the same person. If you like yourself, then you have to embrace all of that. And it was... He said, where do you think your talent comes from? Where do you think your, your compassion and right. your, all these things, it's all part of one thing. Right. Oh, my you God. He, he was brilliant. Why was he in Tulsa? He was in Sand, Sand Springs, even. Oh. No, Sand Springs. But he That's also said yeah. to me, if you ever, ever come to this place again, come call to me. me. Yeah. And he said, I will be very sad and very angry with you if you don't call me. Wow. And... Uh, he saved my life. He totally saved my life. What was his name? Wayne McDowell. And I didn't see him for 30 years or more. I guess it was more. Maybe. I went back when I was doing the book tour. Right, Ham. And I was doing, it was before the play happened. Right. And it was, I was uh, redoing songs with reading in theaters. And I tracked him down and found him. And he came to the show. And... Oh my God, to see him oh. and to be able to hug him. And you said thank thank him. Did he remember? <clears throat> of course. He's, yes, he remembered. But he said, Sam, <clears throat> you would have been fine. You were a survivor. You would... I said, you know what? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't feel that at that time. And it's amazing. Teachers, you know? I know. I remember Mr. Weinfeld. Thank God I could go. He, God rest his soul. He got hit by a car trying to save his kid. Oh my um, God. I know. Um, Is that for the kid? Well, he was Jewish. And the okay. kid was, <laughs> kid's Jewish. But he, thank God I could go in his office and escape mm-hmm. like the fucking torture. And, and he appreciated me. Yeah. It just takes one. Right. To say, I see you. 
Star Search. 1984? Uh-huh. Three and four, I think. Three and four, yeah. Yeah. First of all, I, people do not realize, pre-American fucking idol, mm-hmm. Star Search, and, and pre-cable. So this is right. all people are watching. You have the choice of 2, 4, 7, 9, 11, 13. It was like 25 or 30 million people a week. Right. And which we don't see today. No. I mean, if people get like 2 or 3 million, they're like, hit... Right. Um, you go on Star Search. Wait, so how old are you? You're 20. 22. Okay. Yeah. You're so cute <laughs> with your little long fucking My mullet. mullet hair. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. Uh, <laughs> Terrible. Um, what's the first song you sang? I Am Changing. From Dream From Girls. From Dream Girls. Oh. But here's the thing. If you look at the... <laughs> If you look at the songs I yeah. sang on that show. It's gayer than the But it's gay- not only gay. Yeah. It's about triumph over adversity. Right, right. It's about yes. being yours. I shall be released. Right. I, it's my turn. Right. You know, these songs that I sang, that every single one was this plea. Right. And this hope over right. the fucking rainbow. I know. You know, and... God bless the child. Right. These songs that when I look at that, it's like, oh my God, I was really saying. Right. I, do, I wasn't conscious of that. Right. I didn't know that. But they were, th- they're the, like the fucking 11 o'clock. You, I, it, it, I've got to be me. It was right, like, right, right, right. <laughs> that's what it was. And, you're and people fucking, responded to it. And this voice is coming out of this like boy. You were a boy. I was a little boy. So after. But you know what, Judy? What? Thanks about the voice. But you know. And I'm not being, uh, I consider myself a storyteller. Right. That's what I am. I tell stories with music and without. And whatever Star Search was or the things is I try in my craft to be as honest and authentic and tell a it personal shows. story. It shows. And I think that from the people that, you know, some of my very favorite artists, they're not great vocalists necessarily right but but they move me and they make me think or cry or something meanwhile there's a lot of extraordinary instruments that do not move me at all right and so i'll be like isn't that impressive right but it doesn't affect me right right i get that yes i do think of myself don't don't most vocal teachers try to say to you you're tell tell the story in the song I mean, I don't know about that. Really? I think most. I mean, there's some technical. Do, t- teaching you to sing technically. Right. But I. I mean, I'll go to when I do a master class or uh-huh. something. These kids, because we are in a day of the voice and American Idol <clears throat> where they think that it's about just vocal right. power Prowess. and tricks yes. and all that stuff. And you will be. I remember this one. <laughs> college I was at and this girl was singing something from Beauty and the Beast or whatever and she was sitting in a chair and it was empty it was completely vapid and I said hold it hold it hold it where where are you where do you see yourself and she went in the castle oh I said, god I said do you live in a castle do you live right. in a castle because how the fuck do you know? I didn't say it like that. <laughs> but it's like, I said, where are you living? What's your truth? What story are you trying to say? She was trying to imitate a cartoon character. Oh, you Elsa. know what I mean? Yeah. And, so, and so that to me is what this whole thing is about. Whether I'm writing or I'm singing or I'm acting. or It's really about 
telling a story, saying something that is very specific to me that hopefully is universal enough for everyone to have their version of that story. Right. And that's what comedy is, too. Oh, the truth. Comedy is these specifics about your life that everyone can relate to in their version. Right. And you're telling it, it's a surprise. You're looking, you're seeing something from a whole other perspective, something that you can relate to. It's like me, too. Yes. So, not me, too, but me, too. When you, (laughs) hashtag me, too. When you, did your first song on American Idol the first time you performed? Star Search, but so, yes. I mean Star Search. Sorry. Yeah. What did they say to you, Bex? Did anyone say, "Oh my God, you're going to win this fucking thing"? I don't think so. I mean, first of all, this was remember this was also in a time where there wasn't the machine around the show. We wore what we wanted. We mm-hmm. I sang what I wanted. Nobody was grooming me or taking music from a yes. catalog. Yes. So I sang songs that were important to me. But I also, you know, I dressed a little funkily. I wore the that the, long, the, the, the tailcoat yes. and, and high top sneakers and yes. baggy 1940s pants and a little dicky, you know, under it. And I remember when I brought that in, they were like, what? What is, you know? And, but they, they but let the me. But the confidence that me. you had. To be who you are. Yeah, but there's an there's a ignorance is bliss youthful yes, thing yes, too. Yes, yes, yes. Because now I would be like, well, I would overanalyze it. Right. What should I do? What I know I that do? innocence. You know, there's a like, well, this is just what I do. And I had been really creating that that style and that persona and those clothes and everything in this little 50-seat theater thing that I did, you know, at like 11 o'clock. Right. That I was paid $7 for, you know, and that's where... That's the other thing is I, even though I was very young, I got to, I was in places where I could fail. I was in, you know, where are those places now? Oh, there aren't any. Where do you fail? Where do you go you and have try to, something and fail as a singer, as a comedian? And it's horrible for comics, yes. And that's what I got to do <clears throat> is go in with other people who were trying to and fail. You know, sing it bad. It's the only sing, way to learn. It's the only way to learn. Hey, everyone, you know, one of my favorite things in life, if not my most favorite thing in life, which, yeah, it's arguably my most favorite thing in life besides my kids, and is food and eating. Eating is my favorite activity. And eating is better and easier with Factor. Factor, I'm telling you, I tried their stuff. It is delicious. It is great. It is high quality and they are, when I say ready to eat meals, they're ready to eat in two minutes. They're not frozen. They're never frozen. They're chef crafted, dietitian approved, and literally you heat them for two minutes. Every week you have over 35 options to choose from. They have calorie smart, protein plus, keto. I just did chef's choice. 60 or more add-ons that you can stay fueled up. They had these juice shots that were incredible. These are restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat when you are ready to eat. That's it. And they're really good. Elisa loved them too. There's no prep. There's no mess. I've tried a lot of these different kinds of meals. Factor is amazing and so 
convenient. It's so great to get home from a long day of like schlepping around and knowing you have this delicious meal waiting for you in the refrigerator that takes two minutes to heat up. And you can pause, you can reschedule your deliveries at any time. It is a great solution for those nights and days that you're looking for fast, great, delicious options with no cooking required. Okay? And Factor is less expensive than takeout. So what are you going to do? Because I'm telling you, you have to believe me, I never lie, Factor is amazing. You're going to head to Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S, dot com slash Judy Gold 50, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, five zero, okay? Judy Gold 50. And use code J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D 50, Judy Gold 50, to get 50% off. That's code Judy Gold 50 at factormeals.com slash Judy Gold 50 and get 50% off. It's worth it. You're welcome. So your father during this whole uh, um, star search. So proud. Just. So proud. And your mother. Kvelling. And then you win. And then I win. And did you know all along you were going to win? No. I mean, as the show progressed, it became, you know, I remember Brad Garrett because he was on the show that year, and he would say, welcome to the Sam Harris show. You know, it became that. Yes. Um, and were you taking it in, going, I deserve this? Could you walk down no, the street? No, I was too terrified. You were terrified. I was terrified. Did people recognize you? Oh, God, yes. Once Constant. it started airing, it got crazy. Um, but no, I was just too terrified. And then it wasn't only, am I going to be able to maintain this? Am I going to be able to top this? Am I going to be better? Or am I, gonna, am I going to disappoint everyone? Oh, I you know. know. You put that shit on you. When in the beginning, you're like, just, oh, let's just let's do just this. Sing. Let's just open my mouth. I just, you just want to keep that and forever. And I would never pick songs in advance because I didn't want to, you know, get overthink Kanahara, it. Yeah. You know? Um, so not overthink it. Like, you know, yeah, jinx myself. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's interesting. I haven't thought about this shit in years. I know, Judy. but it's fascinating. So you win. Yeah. And your career. You know, it was definitely a huge launching pad for touring and for records and stuff like that. But... And I love making records, and I love making music, but I love... The theater. I love the theater. I know, me too. And you know what I really love? I love rehearsing. If I could only rehearse... Uh, You know, rehearsing is so fun. Sometimes I'm in a rehearsal, and I pinch myself, like, look what I get to do. Yeah, to make it better, to think about it, to not feel judged, because I'll I'll tell you a little secret that Mm -hmm. I don't often share. I have a lot of trouble getting on stage. Wow. I am terrified to go on. I have horrible stage fright. No. I want to throw up. I say to myself every time, why are you torturing yourself? Why do you do this? What are you thinking? The torture that I go through. But once you, I get on. You're fine. You're the I'm most fine. comfortable. For the, once, if I'm living and everything is great, uh-huh. if the voice is, it's a, the, you know, the moisture's in the air. If ever, and it's, it's, you know, it's euphoric for me. It's you can do no wrong. It's the most joyful, actually, we're my most self. Danny always says to me, if I want to know what's going on in your life, I'll come see a show. Because I tell things on the stage oh, that I would never say. I feel say. so comfortable yeah, on stage I more. say anything. Yes. I tell my everything. 
Like we're talking about antidepressants, yes. right? Wow. Um, but I wouldn't say that to a stranger sitting at a dinner. Right. <laughs> but I'll say it. I would. That's the right. difference. Yes. Okay. Um, but yeah, but it's hard for you, me to get on stage. You didn't always have that. Stage fright? No. no there was you, a time the, in my life like, where were you having I that? couldn't wait to get on Same. and say, watch out, motherfuckers. I Here still I feel like that. Do you? Good for you. I just want to drive around parking lots and grocery stores and sing out the window of my car to see if anybody would go like, "Oh, he's good." <laughs> <laughs> but then That's hilarious. the downside of that was I was afraid that if somebody hadn't heard me sing, that they wouldn't like me or be interested in me. Right. That was so the only thing So it was very important if I would meet someone or that I, you know, they needed to know that part because I felt like, oh, well then they'll, then they'll like me. <laughs> it's ridiculous. We're so messed up. I know, but it's fucking the society we grew up in. You think? How do you meet your lover, your husband? Lover. And your, are you drinking at this time? I know you. You mean right now? I'm having a little We're having coach. coffee, but you're. <laughs> You don't drink anymore. No. Um, but you did enjoy... A, a libation? Yes. Certainly. Yes. yes. Now, how do you meet Danny? Danny and I were in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat Broadway. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really ignore yeah, that that's one. that's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, in the Broadway National Tour. Mm -hmm. And I was Joseph and he was <clears throat> Danny Jacobs' son. His part was Daniel. No. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah. Wow. So, you know, I mean, when I saw him, I thought he was beautiful and funny and wonderful. Um, however, I was in a relationship. Really? With another person in the cast? Or? No, no. With a 10-year relationship in Los Angeles. You're fucking long-term-y. I love I it. I've I never love not that. been in a I'm relationship. like that, too. It's yeah. like, I just, you know what? I don't want to go... I no, no, I've never ever really dated. I mean, never. I did for a couple years and I hated it. I don't think I. It's why it's I stay with Danny. Because you're, it's the only reason we're together. But shut up! But he <laughs> fucking loves you. Oh I my love god! Him so much. The and he's love. The greatest dad. He's the greatest guy. He's a great guy. So I mean, certainly we have our thing. Okay. But so how do you break up with the other person and then painfully, painfully? And Danny and I were trying to stay at bay. And did you? All right. Did you... What? You cheated on the other person. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Did the other person cheat on you? Mm-mm. So you felt like shit. Mm-hmm. But it was a kind of like... And of course, everybody thought... You know, my dresser was like, why are you ruining your life over a chorus, boy? <laughs> <laughs> and everybody thought it would be this fling, this right. sort of like, you know, <clears throat> Sam needs to feel sexy or Sam needs to... He's, you know... He's out on the road in this bubble because right. when you're on tour, you live in a vacuum. People don't understand. Like, you know, <clears throat> you'll read about so-and-so fell in love with so-and-so on the movie set. Right. It's because you're in this fucking... You don't... Nothing goes yes. on. You don't read a newspaper. There's nothing. It's all... It's and just, that's your whole... That's incestuous. your family. You know, Elisa is always like... Like, I'll see someone I was on the road with. You know, we did some gig together somewhere. And you know the bonding is like... Oh, my God. Uh, uh, like, unlike anything. So I'll see someone... I, maybe she's never met, because mm -hmm. I haven't seen them in forever. They moved, whatever. And I'll be like, oh, my God, I love you so much. Love you. I love you. And she does not get the... What do you mean you love them? Right. And I'm like... You haven't seen you them. Don't, you don't... <laughs> I know. You would, I don't even know who they are. I'm like, but we had this... 
intensive bond, like, and you have a, they have a special place in. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm in touch with some of those people. Yeah. It's the same thing with, you know, with a, with a Broadway thing. Oh, yeah. It becomes your family. Yeah. Because. And they know every intimate. Common cause. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, we sort of, Danny and I sort of pushed it back until I could resolve my relationship or kill. Right. Is another word. Um, and that guy, his name was Ed, is, he's not dead. And he was, he is a wonderful, wonderful man. I mean, a wonderful man. Smart and sweet and so, like, and my intellectual superior, so I was always learning mm-hmm. and I was, um, <clears throat> but Danny and I had this thing and of course it turned out not to be a fling because we've been together for 25 years. What is, does Ed have a, a lover? Um, I, I do not think so, but that, I okay. don't know what his business is. Oh. So <clears throat> you meet Danny, you fall in love. You got to tell this Joe Allen story. Oh so, my God. <clears throat> so for everyone who doesn't know, Joe Allen, I mean, that's my favorite. Like, that's my, New York that's where I New met Elisa. Really? Yes, at the bar at Joe Allen. So, and I get the La Scala salad. I, it's fuck, the only thing I've wait, ever had. Wait, that and a burger. Okay, wait. Can I just tell you something? What? This is what you have to do with the La Scala salad. Okay. You get balsamic on the side and blue cheese blue dressing cheese. on the side. And then you take all the blue cheese off and put it the top the... and you put it in the... Oh! I love the blue cheese dressing. Oh! But I like it. Yeah. Okay, and the bread? <laughs> the bread. The bread is like, come on my face, bread. Yeah. Okay. So you're sitting. Uh, you go to Joe Allen with yeah. Danny. yeah. We were um, celebrating something, I think. But we had, like, our table. Yes, because I we always go in the back. The yeah. <clears throat> Is, yeah. Do you go in the back by the kitchen? I know. I go in the back on the bar side. Oh. In that back table. Whatever. I go so, to the other ta- other side. No. That's my table. The anyway. big brown one. <laughs> Okay. By the kitchen. Can you actually say, my favorite table is the one by the kitchen. What the fuck? I always get that table. Shut up. <laughs> okay, so you go in. So we're having dinner, and at the next table. A bunch of queers. Press, press well, right, press queers. And they're, yeah. and they're drunk, and they're loud, and they're knocking everybody and talking about how fat Patty Lapone's ankles are or whatever. Right. And just, and like, just mocking. And just, just nasty fucking, yeah. and loud. Right. And, and Danny... No, I. Yes, I you go. lean over, and I don't know who it is. Uh, by the way, just drunk, drunk right. people. And I went shh, and one person says, "I've just been, I've just been shushed by a Star Search winner." And he gave this, uh, and Danny said, "Excuse me, can I talk to you?" He goes, "I'm eating my dinner." Danny grabbed him by the throat in a whatever that's called a lock, yeah, an arm a lock, headlock. headlock yeah. And drags him out of Joe Allen, out the front door, as this like knight in and shining sitting, armor. And I'm and sitting there, and I look, and I realize it's Michael Riedel. Who's Michael that? Riedel, if you don't know, is one of the most influential and powerful uh, columnists. He's At the Post. Post, New York Post. And always knows everything, makes and breaks careers. And right. he's actually a brilliant man. He's right. smart. He knows his stuff. He loves Broadway. Right. He's not just nasty. He's like actually like John knows. Simon. Oh, dead, no, yeah. Dead. Oh. Okay. Um, it was yeah. Now, that's, no, was he? Because it was J O H N. I don't know. Can you be Simon? All right, I'll do Neil. a half a one. Ding. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm like, oh my god, it's Michael Riedel. 
my career is over. Right. And he'd always been kind to me. My career is over. So they're outside. The police come. Does he hit him? No. The police come. Danny cools off. Everything is fine. They both come back in. And they, and they start clapping. Everyone. Yes. Oh, I forgot that. Every, when Danny walks in, everyone starts clapping. They comped our meal. It was like a whole thing. And so when I wrote the book, and I wanted to put this story. Oh, no, 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 no. Best, best, best. So that night, mm-hmm. my phone... You know, we had voice, you know, we had voice You had answering machines. Answering machines. 4,000 calls from the West Coast, even. Like every, because it know, was in the paper. Not yet. It oh. was that night when I got home. Two hours later. Oh, other people. It had people, already spread yes, yes, the word. Yes. And at the time I had this publicist. She, did you ever know Judy Jacksina? No. <laughs> she was kind of like your mother. She Is was she, like, oh, God. Okay. Um, anyway, um, she, she called. She goes, it's over. It's you should pack, go, you never know. <laughs> and she says, it's, I'm, it's, I know it's going to be in the post tomorrow. It's going to. So the next morning I get up early, you know, I throw on a uh, coat and go down to the corner bodega and um, I get the post. Right. And I'm looking through, you know, page six, which I never understood why it's not on page six. But anyway, <laughs> I'm reading, right? It's always I on know, 13. That's true. <laughs> So I see nothing because it's always boldface, the names. I see nothing. Then I look down and it's a whole article. Broadway Fight Night at Joe Allen uh. by Michael Riedel. Oh, God. So terrified, terrified. And then I don't remember how we made up. Maybe you do if you read the, the story. But he apologized. He apologized. Actually, he apologized. He might have apologized that in the night. article. Oh, in the Just article. something okay. about, but he called it my, my hunky yes, neighbor. Yes, so yes. Danny is the same size as me. We're little. You know? Right. You know I love my liquid IV, that I drink liquid IV pretty much every day. And I love it because it keeps me hydrated. I travel with it because it's in little packets. It tastes great. It's an amazing product. It hydrates better than water alone, three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO. But here's the best part. You know I've been bragging about Ben, my son Ben, who plays basketball. His team, his entire team, they love Liquid IV. I mean, they are number four in the nation. They are an amazing team. They've done better than ever this year. Dare I say it's because of the Liquid IV? I'm not going to say for sure, but I'm telling you, these athletes love Liquid IV. They love all the flavors, strawberry, lemonade. I love the watermelon. I never give them any of my watermelon. They have sugar-free, white peach, green grape, lemon, lime. It makes you feel great. And if you need a little caffeine, the, the uh, lemon ginger is beyond, beyond. And I know they use it while they're working out. I'm pretty sure they might use it after a game that they won and went out and had, you know, a couple of drinky poos. But that being said, I love Liquid IV. They're a great sponsor. They're a great product. And I honestly couldn't live without them. And it's winter still. You need to be hydrated. Hydration is very important. So weekends are for going wild, as you all know. Have a game plan for Monday. That's what you need. I just had this conversation with Ben's girlfriend. 
I said, if you're going to go out and party, you need a game plan. And what's your game plan? Liquid IV. Weekends are for going wild. Have a game plan for Monday with Liquid IV. Grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Superior Hydration today using promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, at liquidiv.com. You're welcome! I have to talk about two or three other things because okay. you're talked out and you have rehearsal and you have yeah. a fucking big show and you're fucking talent. You're so fucking talented. I love ta- you. I love, I love you. you. I love you. Well, you know, Cooper. Every, I, when I see you, I mean, you kill me. You kill oh, me. Oh, I love you. You do. Thank you. Yeah, it was so nice of you guys to come to my show. Nice of us. I couldn't Whatever. wait. I can't wait to go to your show. Wait, I, have to, okay. I think I have to go Wednesday. Okay. okay. So... Cooper. So you you married Danny in two thousand eight. Mm-hmm. You uh, had Cooper first. Uh, I mean, yes, just yes. Uh, you, you blah blah blah. Yeah, you, you have Cooper, but you used to come to P Town mm-hmm. before you had Cooper and play with my kids. Yes, and yes. like it was so natural. And then... Well, do you remember when we lived in New York? Yes. We babysat yes, ben, ben, and he peed on yes. our carpet. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Only a gay guy. Only a gay guy. You were so... F- All right. So then you you adopt Cooper. Was it easy or was it... It was so easy. Right. I mean, we hear about people that wait two years. Right, right. We, it took me two years to get Danny on board. Right. So that wasn't easy. Right. But once we were on board... And then we did all the applications and the four million things and the, right. oh my God. I, so that was like in October. Right. And we had our birth mother in February. Mm-hmm. That's fast. That is That's fast. Less than less than gestation. And, and she, uh, you know, we moved to Los Angeles for the last six weeks and mm-hmm. we got to care for her and take care of her. Aww. And I love this woman so much. I love her so Does much. Does she have a relationship with Cooper? Not yet. No. Someday. Yeah. I did the same thing. I said, you know, when you're 18, you can explore whatever you want. And neither kid has asked for a fucking thing. Like, they've been contacted. Oh, really? And they have no interest. Well, whatever. It's his story. And whatever he wants to do is fine. Right. And it would not be a sad thing to me. I wouldn't imagine that it's like, oh, he needs, we're not enough. Right. No. No. He can be curious. If he wants to do it, then he should do it. Right. But it's like right now we made this pact and we are going to raise you. Right. And then unfortunately we have to let you go. And unfortunately you're straight. So you're going to get married to a woman and I'm never going to fucking see you again. Okay. That's my, I can't with them and their girlfriends. I can't. So, and Henry babysat Cooper. Yes. It's just a full I know, circle. right? Our babies. <laughs> Cooper's 11. So he's starting to enter. He's the tween. So. You know, it's getting ready. They, getting they get ready. To I'm going to be calling you. Assholes. Yeah. No, they're just assholes. They become assholes. And like they think they know everything. It's like, shut the fuck up. But you know what? I bet you're going to have a reaction when you're 15. What do you mean a reaction? Because you're going to see your son at 15 oh. and then and then you're going to. Should gonna, I let him go? <laughs> and then you're going to be like, I, no, because no. you know what you're going to do? You're going to go, I can't fucking believe my, my parents right. let me go. Right. Okay. So. 
you don't drink anymore. Mm-mm. That was a journey. <laughs> it was, indeed. Uh, do you miss it? How long have you been so bad? 16 bare? years. Wow. Um, do I miss it? I don't miss it. I don't miss what my life was like. Were I don't you miss drinking the all the time? Yeah. I mean, I was During never, the day? Not real. Not really. Right. Um, at times. But my life got very small and very, very sad. Right. You know, it's a simple word, but oh, it's a, you know. And uh, I don't miss that, certainly. I think there's sometimes, and you know what it's like, I, you, know what I, you know what I occasionally miss is like cute drinks. Right. You know. Like the. Like something with an umbrella. Yeah, like mojito or, <laughs> like, a, or like, um, right. uh, what's that one? The rum one, the fucking. I don't know. There's so many new yeah, ones I now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> But yeah, that I miss. Like if we're on vacation or right. if we're having Mexican food, I'll be right. like, oh, wouldn't it? And I get those virgin margaritas, right. which is just sugar. It makes yeah. you throw up. But you're, does Danny drink? Yeah. And is that weird? Um, No. It's so, I really. have so many friends like you. And I'm like, yeah. because sometimes I go, maybe I should just stop drinking. But I, and then I'm like, but I just, I'm not an alcoholic. I right. just enjoy like my wine with my dinner and, you know. Well, see, but that's great if you can do that. Right. But then I feel I bad. At, yeah. Then I feel bad for my friends who are like, I know they wish they could have. Well, they maybe wish they could have, but the problem, of course, the definition of an alcoholic is right. someone who can't just have one. Right, right. You know, it's way easier to abstain than to moderate. Right. That we can't, we can't moderate. So... Now, yeah, I mean, your career has gone. You have had all over the place, all over, and you have up and down, baby. But never up stop working, never stop creating, never, never stop creating. Right. I will say that, and I create for myself. That's and reinvent myself. Right, that is the key. as you do, as right. do you. I do the same thing. Part of me resents that I have to do it, mm-hmm. but then part of me is like, oh my god, I get to do this whole new right, but. Then but I look at these other people who are like sitting on a pretty series for twelve years, right? And they right. went to syndication. They don't have to do anything. Right. It's like I have to do it, right? Um, but I, you want to do it, and you get to be your own boss and your own person. I have a new project that I can't talk about yet, but it's a TV thing that I created that I'm just in the middle of a great negotiation on, and and <clears> there's a tall Jewish lesbian. There could be. Yeah. There could be. Yeah. <laughs> um, there really could be. Oh, yeah, anyway, I love that. that is a great idea. Thank anyway, you. Um, and I think about, you know, I, when Danny and I had Cooper, I made a conscious choice to not be traveled, to not be on tour. And I right. had a couple of offers to do whatever, or go on tour with a show, or go to New York. And I wanted to be a parent who was present. Danny travels all the time, every week. And his business is hugely successful, and he is the product. So he's gone a lot. He's the greatest dad. He's not one of those people that gets home and says, I need to recover. Right. For he jumps in. He's, full, he's great dad. But I, Cooper is 11 now, and I was thinking, wow, when this happens, I'm going to be working 14 hours a day. I'm going to be writing. I'm going to be in. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, I can't wait. It's my turn. I know. It's my it's turn. It's my turn. <laughs> I love no. that you have a song for everything. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm a gay man. Um, <laughs> you know, it, yeah, because you spend so much time. First of all, after 12, they don't even want to fucking see you. Right. He doesn't know. So, so it's the perfect time. I was leaving to New York. It's right. like, ah. Bye. <laughs> and you have FaceTime now and all right. that shit. And I gave up so much. 
because I I wanted to wanted be present. To. Yep. Um, and I'm sure it had a major effect on my career, but I would not give up that time for anything. I had a, a friend actually who said when I said we were having a kid, yeah, who said this is going to ruin your career. Yeah, everything's going to come to a standstill, and everything that you've been growing to be, and all this stuff, and. I got so upset because it was the only person who wasn't really happy for me. Right. And part because of it was because they're unhappy. Do they have kids? No. Yes. And are they no. all obsessed with their career? Yes. Okay, there you go. It was all about them. Yeah. And so I think, okay, well, maybe that's true to a degree, but what I have and what I feel, oh my I didn't God. know I could love like this. I know. It's amazing. It's beyond. I love those kids. And if they I'm such. I feel like such a doormat. But if they're like, "Listen, I'm gonna come home for five minutes and say," I'm like, "Okay, I'll be there." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I take whatever right. the fuck I can get from them. Yeah. Cooper, um, Cooper, call, wait, I just be brief. Cooper was with two friends the other night who lived just up the block, and he calls me and he says, "I just want you to know that I have a bad feeling. I don't know what it is. It's just a bad vibe, and so I wanted to call and tell you I love you." <gasps> And then 20 minutes later, he calls, and the two friends, the three friends are walking around the neighborhood, but it's getting dark. <gasps> Someone's following us. Someone oh my God, us. that's hilarious. <laughs> and I'm like, I thought he was fucking with me. Right. He wasn't. They were serious because they had turned this feeling, right. you know, into this the drama. And this. what do I do? Get in the car. I get in the car, <laughs> and I'm going to pick him up because in the off chance that someone is going right. to stab my child, I can't be like, <laughs> I thought he was kidding. Yeah. And of course, I get in the car, and two minutes later, never mind, you don't have to come and get us. God damn it. <laughs> you needed me. I know. I know. Okay, so you're doing this show. First of all, everyone get this book, Ham. It's so good. Thank you. It's so, so good. Much. It's so good. It's so good. Um, the new show you're doing at Studio. Well, first of all, from the book came, came Ham the, the play, play, which we did yeah. in New York, LA, and then right. filmed. Right. And it's going to be, we have a distributor. It is so gorgeous, Judy. It's so beautiful. It's just beautifully filmed and done. And I've had the same musical director for almost 30 years, Todd Schroeder, brilliant, brilliant man. No. No? No. Todd? No. All right, take that back. Um, <clears throat> Todd is Jewish? I know, yes. I know a lot of Jewish Todds. I know a lot of not Jewish Todds. Okay, whatever. Okay, anyway. Um, it's a biracial thing. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so we filmed it. It is stunning. It's going to be somewhere soon. We haven't, I'm just getting, finishing all the little rights and stuff. But I'm so proud of it, and it is so beautiful. And it's a motherfucker of a show. Like, I could not do that eight times a week. Right. It's too much. It's a lot. And so to have it, to, for people to see, mm -hmm. couldn't see it live and preserved, I want you to see it. I'll send you a link. I can't wait. Uh, and the show you're doing at 54 Below? Is everything. I mean, oh. you know, it's all kinds of music and stuff and a few surprises and Oh, you're so and good. I can't wait. Um and I love that venue. I love that I feel like I'm with Ricky and Lu Ricky Ricardo. <laughs> At the Copa yes. what it was called? Yeah. Just the, the Cop was it the Copacabana? It no. was uh, I no, don't know. Whatever. They recreated it in uh at the um the comedy museum and They did where Lucy's from, yeah. Which is a great museum, by the way. In Jamestown? Yes, in Jamestown. God, you're good. <laughs> um, I always ask my guests one final question. Uh-oh. Because, you know, the name of the podcast is Kill Me Now because mm -hmm. I fucking I get so aggravated over about it. About like, things. Yeah. Right. Um, like we, we were talking earlier about the um, good. The, it was good. a good show. Um, 
Like they, like they have reservations. This is the other thing I can't stand. When people, I get off stage and people go, oh, you are, are tall. I'm like, <laughs> what, what, did I fucking make it up? What, right. like, oh, you, oh, you are, you right. didn't look tall on stage. Yeah, because there's nothing there but a mic, you fucking asshole. Well, I get the opposite. Oh, get, you are I, short? I get, uh, no, I get, I thought you were taller. You're oh, so God. Little. Fuck I don't you, care you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> um, so, so what pisses you off more than anything in the entire world? More than anything in the well, world? What, all right, just not, what pisses me off? What makes you fucking crazy where you're just like, I fuck, I just like, I can't put up with this Several shit. Several things. Okay, go. Slow pedestrians. Oh, I can't. Who look at you in the eye with no sense of urgency and in L.A., and walk across the street, and I want to be like, I am in a two-ton fucking machine that could kill you. Right. You should move across the street. <laughs> you should move. What like else drives it, me take crazy? Your fucking, Elisa calls them. They don't live to move. <laughs> <laughs> but it's also that I of like, eh, I'm going to take yeah, my time. Well, and who lives like that? Don't right. you have a place if to I go? If I see someone... Who's trying to, I move. I let them know right. that I respect them. It's uh, like people who get in their car in a parking, a crowded parking lot and get on their texts. Right. I've gone to, I'm like, yeah. this is not your office. Right. This is not get your. Get the fuck <laughs> out of the spot. I'm waiting okay, here. Now, you know, just hit me in my head. What, what I hate so much. I hate the words. No problem. Oh. Because it's like if I go into Starbucks. Right. And I order a coffee and they're like. No problem. And I'm like, why should it be a problem? Right. I didn't order veal parmesan. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's coffee no and problem. I'm at Starbucks. That's right. It's not a fucking problem. And no worries. No worries. No worries. No worries. The driver, you know, I need to go to whatever. Yeah. 59th and Broadway. No worries. No, should I have done. been worried? <laughs> Did you have a DUI? Should I have been concerned? <laughs> I hate that. I can't. I can't. I can't. I hate people in general. <laughs> And I That's hate that mother. Question. I know. That's a great question. It's, I do. I love it. I cause fuck. It's like, oh, you, all right. This is my last one. Okay. When you're at the airport, this is your and, fourth last one. All right, and you're on the people mover. Yeah. And you're walking with your luggage, and someone is standing in that left lane yep. where you're supposed to be able to walk. First of all, why are you standing on a people with like what? You have nothing. You're gonna let the fucking ground move you. <laughs> When you could walk faster because you you're a fucking lazy fucking piece of shit. It's supposed to accelerate your walking. Right, it's supposed it's to not, get you're not you supposed there to, faster. You're, you're not, not supposed, supposed to lay down. There. I know. Exactly. No, that is very oh, annoying. I can't. I'm so mad I know. Now. You should see her face right now. Uh, she's Judy is yeah, just, just, just... It's, it's too much. She's overwhelmed. Um, <laughs> I, first of all, I can't thank you enough. You, uh, you are. Too. No. I adore you. I adore, I adore you. you. I adore Danny. I adore Cooper. Where can people find you? And what you're touring? I'm in Susie Dietz's kitchen. No. <laughs> is it, is it samharris.com? Samharris.com. To, yeah. to get Sam your book or see what you're up to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, there's the Facebook thing and right. all that I, stuff. I feel like I got to get off Facebook because I hate Mark fuck, fucking cunt. So I know. Zuckerberg. It's hard. He's meeting with Trump. What's that? Because he's a fucking asshole. Yeah, well. It's for us, though. The Facebook is for it's the for old people. It's for our ancient, ancient yeah. people. I know, because every time I the say to Ben or that. Henry, I go, oh, what's so-and-so's last name? He, and he's like, Mommy, no one's on Facebook. 
Okay. No. You one. know what the best part of that story is? What? He calls you mommy. mommy I know. <laughs> they both do. That's so sweet. I know. My, you know, Cooper calls me when he can't what? get my attention. Sam. Now, oh, they do that too. And I don't mind it. Danny hates it. He will not take it. He goes. So what? Who's he? he he's he, Papa or Pop, and I'm Daddy, Daddy or Dad. Okay. I don't get Daddy so much anymore unless oh, he really wants something. Oh, really? Yeah, Daddy. I'm like, what? <laughs> what? No, sure. you, no, you sure. can't have an advance. Oh. Really? <laughs> oh, it's awful. It's just like it's they the fucking greatest. pull your hearts. I know. Yeah, and I love but it. But this is what they do. They call up their friends. They're like, because we're divorced. So it's like, hey, can you meet me? Judy's. I'm at Judy's. <laughs> yeah, meet me at the crib at Judy's. <laughs> um, I can't thank you enough. You, I've been dying to do this. I've been as wanting you know. to. Um. You're just a fucking, if you don't, if just watch, if you were born after Star Search, just go on YouTube. It's so amazing, your talent. Wow. It's, Thank you. You're fucking great. And your book is fucking great, too. Thank and, you. Um, I just love and I you. can't wait to read yours. Oh, please. Thank now I feel like I have this. to Finally go back. we got it together. I know. And then we had the And scare. we kind of didn't have it together, but... Um, <laughs> Thank you to Sam Harris, and I love you, and as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.